everybody was chasing their next startup. There was no practicality to revenue. It was all about raising the next round. And so, look, I don't look at startup culture or entrepreneurship any different than the stuff that you cover every day, Wall Street and shit of that nature. It's all the same game. There's a ton of stuff. What? But it's the, it's the same game, right? Which is, I'm not intrigued or it doesn't seem like an this is going use of super duper to debate if awesome and I, to me it's about let's just go and start like it out you know um, i put my stuff out there it's a proxy that fulfills I me mean, i like i like, like the admiration i like that my mother wow am i not gonna be brutally so honest people to come with and do this right over like, here i need that i, I like that but that work Does your self-worth come externally? Yes. Are you afraid of that? That's a risky place to be. No, because I equally have self-worth internalized as well. I'm that awesome. No, I'm just that pulling from opposite directions, right? I, as much as I want it, I don't need it. As much as I, you know, as much as I really care what individual people say on the Amazon. T on Tuesday, somebody's gonna leave a one-star review on this book, and I'm gonna read it three times and really internalize it. And I'm gonna really care, and I'm really not gonna care. <laughs> How do you make your money, Gary? Bro. I make my money in Bro. a lot of ways. Stop, you know, please. Wine Library Bro. is a very successful business that I built that kicks me distributions at the end of the year on its profit. Uh, VaynerMedia is gonna do $100 million in revenue this year, and I'm gonna get substantial distributions from that. Um, I'll probably make several millions of dollars public speaking. Um, I've got companies that will exit this year, hopefully, if the bubble doesn't burst. That will, that will, that will give me profit from that. Um, I'll probably go garage sailing on a random day in the summer and buy some stuff and flip it on eBay and make a couple thousand bucks that way. How can you be, how can you be your best self doing all those things? I'm guessing if I'm a consumer product company that works with you yes. and I see all your Instagramming yes. and all your events and all your public speaking, yep. I would pick up the phone and say, Gary, I pay you a shit ton of money. What are you doing out there promoting yourself? You should be working for me. Sure. I, I think it comes in a lot of different ways. First of all, I think that nobody's paying me. They're paying VaynerMedia. VaynerMedia is a- That's you. No, it's not. That's what you think you want to say, but it's just not true. VaynerMedia is not me. I'm so Gary Vaynerchuk. So if you left, you so, would not, VaynerMedia wouldn't lose, lose clients. VaynerMedia would lose clients, but not because of Gary V, but because I'm disproportionately the operating CEO of the company, and when you have a CEO that's great and runs a business and leaves, a business loses business. But that's you what I want right? to get to. I, I do know that. Okay. So we have so many people in this room who are entrepreneurs. Yes. And or they want to be entrepreneurs, but they have day jobs. Yes. And they have lots of other commitments. And they look at you and all that you do, and they think, I don't even have the time to compose a tweet. Walk me through again 
How can you be your best self in all these different verticals and deliver on every single one? Because I'm self-aware of what makes me tick. Like I need a lot of chaos. I'm the same person that comes to the office and when everybody's head down and had headphones on, I'm like, can somebody please play music and make it louder? I need chaos. It's my oxygen. I need to be doing four or five, six, seven things. It's when I'm And except really simply, like this is a results-driven business. You're, you're a big girl. GE and and GE and Pepsi and Unilever and J and J, they're not overwhelmed by the Gary Vee mystique. They're not keeping us and renewing us because I'm clever or because it's fun or because I razz or because I curse. It's because we deliver. I built a company that is a machine, not me, that can deliver on the KPI for several different reasons. First and foremost, Madison Avenue agencies are not good at what they do in a 2016 world and there's an enormous white space. It's my can we sister. answer it? Yes. Sis, I'm on stage. Why isn't she here? Why aren't you here? I love you more. Love you more. <laughs> so, so I'm able to because she didn't want to come. She didn't want to come. She didn't want to come. <laughs> Eric came 24 hours yeah. on a bus from Sioux Falls, as and my your sister didn't as want my, to come. As my sister would say, I know that bullshit. <laughs> I grew up with it. <laughs> um, look, I think I think that it comes down to. Uh, the fact that I just outwork most people. You know, I'm working on VaynerMedia 10, 11 hours a day. I mean, it's, you know, that's more than enough by most standards in the marketplace that I'm in. I, when you're working 15 and 16, it gives you time to compose a tweet. You decided about 18 months ago that as hard as you wanted to work and as committed as you were, you then made a decision that in order for you to operate at your best level, you had to make health, wellness, and fitness a huge priority in your life that you hadn't before. Yes. Has it changed your performance? No. It's made your selfie look better though? Yes. <laughs> uh, it really hasn't. My energy level is not up. I don't feel that different. I feel stronger. Like when I grab my suitcase from the, you know, at, seriously, I feel stronger. I'm stronger, my energy level's the same. Mike and I were talking about it today. My energy level's the same, um, but maybe when I'm 59 or 72, my energy level will be different. It, I, it just became obvious to me that that was a vulnerability for me and that I needed to address it, and so I did. That's exactly what I want to get to. Okay. For you, you look for vulnerabilities across your life, across your businesses, because you need to narrow the margin of error. If anything, you spend a lot of your life risk managing. Yes. As you look across your life now, where do you see those vulnerabilities? What are you attacking and addressing? Because people who are young don't necessarily think about risk management. They just are grabbing and going and grabbing and going, and they're not necessarily paying attention to what's around them. You know, in business, not a lot, to be very honest with you. Uh, meaning, in the business world, I feel very comfortable that things are going according to plan. I'm sure there's something going on that I don't see, but right there, as we sit here today, I don't see a huge vulnerability. I'm doing, I'm building a very conservative business client service. Think about what I did, Seth, for a second. Like, when I think Gary, yeah, I think conservative, uh, totally. But, but you know what's funny? I think I'm stunningly conservative. Let me give you the story of this. Please. Six years ago, at the height of my momentum, I'm hanging out with Mark Zuckerberg and Travis and Saka and all this stuff. Um, I've just made all these great angel investments, right? Things are going super well. I have a book that's a year straight on the New York Times bestseller list with Crush It. I'm getting all these opportunities. Everything is going phenomenal. 
I decide to take a step back and not do a startup, which I could have raised $50 million for in a heartbeat, not start a $100 million fund. I Stick with me because this is I'm really sticking. real business I'm and this sticking. is where you're going with this conversation. I decide to build a client service business, which is an eight times EBITDA exit business because I thought the most stable and conservative thing I could do was to scale the skill set that I had around marketing and that I would build a client business and I got enormous pushback. I got made fun of by all my Silicon Valley friends. This was the golden beginning of the era of this whole thing and I took a step back and I built a very boring 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s. But it wasn't very boring because if you look at consumer product businesses, if you look at Fortune 500 companies, we're running uh, for, uh, quite low on time, so I gotta make this fast and quick, you know. And I, I, I hope I hope to bring value to him, me, and you guys, the one viewer, who, the one listener who listens, and probably TikTok. Uh, bring value to the third three who really actually watch the video and try to understand. Yeah. Hey man, what's uh, up? Hello, this is Jack. Uh, is this Akif? Yeah, this is Akif. Yes, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, your yourself? I'm good, man. Just got back from the gym, working out. It's good. Oh, awesome. So it's like uh, nighttime right now, right? For you? Yeah, it's uh, 9.15 p.m. Awesome. Awesome. So um, before we proceed on to do the podcast, I like to like uh, usually do uh, tell my guests about a brief overview of how the podcast is going to be like, right? Because you, you kind of answered that right, as well, right? Uh, on the DM. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is this uh I like to go on uh to be like uh super brutal honest like um it, things may get uh super uh personal and I may get uh interruptive that kind of a stuff. I hope you're fine. Okay. Okay, um uh, and let me see. Um yeah, it's like uh I like to jump into experiences. So the format of the sequence of the whole podcast is like um at the start i'll ask you for an uh overview of like what is in your world who are you and what you're about that kind of a thing. yeah yeah that's awesome cool, cool. yeah and um what i like to jump into is a uh, quite a recent format that i actually put up it's uh my podcast series is called your journey so i like to jump into your experiences so before we actually do that i usually uh like to know your mondays to your sundays that what you actually do currently yeah that what you actually do so i like to be vulnerable with you as well like i like to share with you before i actually go on to the podcast to let you share yours because it's our first time talking that kind of thing and it may be awkward or what so not you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like to be vulnerable with you. So uh, me, I'm cu- I'm currently 22. Uh, I'm I'm Jack, and uh, in Singapore, it's compulsory for people to serve the army when uh, for two years. So I'm currently serving the army, and right, right. yeah, and I'm uh, usually free during the weekends, that kind of a thing. But I'm on off, you know. I'm taking a leave, mm. that kind of thing, and um. 
Yeah, so uh, I my Monday to Sunday, um, ideally and uh, during my offs or what so not is that uh, during the start of my day, I usually will like to uh, I watch Gary V. Do you watch Gary V? Yeah, yeah, of course. Awesome. So yeah, I I consume his content for uh, two hours. You know, at the start of the day, because I I I feel like I need to gain some knowledge, that kind of thing. I just started watching him, uh, twenty nineteen March, or yeah, couple of months Love back. Yeah. So uh, from yeah, so that's my first two hours, and then I kind of like I uh, want to roll with podcasts. You know, it's a quite mm-hmm. a recent thing. You know, like one to two months back that I started it, and nine months back I was I started uh vlogging. You know. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it came to the point that whereby I think that podcast is a great idea, and yeah, so podcast throughout the day, and yeah, and I play uh e games as well, yeah. So like uh esports, you know? Do you know esports? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of casually play uh some e games, that kind of thing, and yeah, that's pretty much my life, you know? Yeah. So yeah, uh, cool, that's, bro. that's pretty much uh somewhere something like this that I like to jump into uh during the podcast, which is the practical things that you kinda do. And I like to next on the next uh sequence is that I like to jump into your timeline, you know. Because I believe okay. that you're a by every single one is a byproduct of yourself, uh based on the stacking moments of the things that actually happen to you to make the person that you are today that which makes you the person that you kind of have your mondays to the sundays so um my experiences is that um uh when i was way younger i feel like i'm stuck in a delusional framework people took really quick care of me that kind of thing and until like i was 12 when my father actually passed away and uh i started yeah it's like my biggest pillar in my life just fell off it's it's not really like um the that that's the biggest thing that actually causes me to like uh crumble because after that age somehow like um i faced like the reality you know like uh i face real stuff i it almost because i always been stuck on the delusional framework whereby everyone treated me like a little brother that kind of a thing and that i'm and it's so hard for me to deal with real stuff after my father passed away where after the child i go to middle school high school that kind of thing like it's just so hard you know it's like real stuff happening judgment opinions that can you know you know the human aspects all kinds of the things that it was really hard for me to overcome those until like uh very recently i watched i went into like this self-awareness mode because i watched gary v that kind of thing which uh leads me to this podcast itself yeah so that's a very brief of the thing that are uh, about my life i like i like to be vulnerable with you i like brutal honesty and that's how i like my podcast to be like so i i hope that you are fine with sharing yours as well yeah yeah definitely awesome so uh that's the sequence at the start is the brief introduction i'll, I'll lead you you know i'll try to lead you along the way during the podcast yeah yeah brief overview and your monday to your sundays and your timeline and i like to uh and at one point i did told you that i will be highly interruptive right yeah so uh, yeah. during your timeline i may cut you off and i would like to um ask some 
questions because I I like to you know go sure, to sure. the thing you know go deep you know and then afterwards I like you resume your story and then I, I'll cut you and resume and and we we see how we go along from there yeah because that's uh, my format of doing uh, this podcast yeah 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 cool awesome awesome. So, uh, we like to uh, jump into the podcast Be- before anything. Uh, anything from your side that you like to say before we go on to the podcast? Um, no, I mean, it sounds pretty good. Just be, you know, tell your story. Yeah. Uh, just be honest about it, man. This is, uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. That's awesome because uh, what I'm focusing on is based on this uh, conversation. You know, this one to one. It's not really towards the podcast. It's an external thing, you know. Uh, what yeah. I mainly focus is this one-to-one conversation, and I truly enjoy this, you know. So yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, awesome. So you like to roll the podcast like right now? Yeah. Is uh, cool? let me get my headphones actually. Yeah, sure, Easy. sure, sure. Do take your time. Yeah, one second. Yeah, no worries. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. I'll I'll just adjust the uh, the voice volume from your side. Uh, because uh, you know, just voice issues. All right. Can you try yeah. uh speaking one to ten, like real slow? Uh, I'll try to adjust the volume. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, you good to go? Oh uh, yeah, man, I'm good to go. Awesome. All right. Uh, we shall start. Welcome to the Jack Low Audio Experience, and today joining me is Akif. So, how are you doing, Akif? Good, Jack. Good. I'm um, doing good. Doing doing good. Uh, I just got back from my routine of the gym. Uh, getting ready to talk to you. Mm, awesome, awesome. So, can you talk to us about uh, what is in your world and what you are about? Yeah, probably tell us who you are and your age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, my name is uh, Akif Famud. Um, I'm 20 years old, and I am currently in college. Now, you know, mm. in my second, well, third year. Mm. So. And I'm currently doing an internship, so that's like my basically daily, uh, weekly schedule is going to work full time and doing the internship. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, walk us through like uh the the course that you're kind of like studying right now in the college, and what is it about? Yeah. The cost of the college. Uh, yeah, the things that you're currently uh studying about, yeah. Okay, yeah, so uh, my major is uh, construction management, mm. so it's pretty cool actually, it's like a part of engineering, like civil engineering, so it's more of a business side where you manage your contractors and everything and make uh, economic plans, cost plans, and budgeting like that, so it's pretty cool. Mm, awesome, so... Um, and I'm based on mm. it in, uh, Long I- it's in uh, Long Island, New York. So all the way in the United States, New York. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So, uh, what make you started like uh, doing this 
kind of a thing that uh, you want to do is it uh, something that you you kind of like want to make it as a main source of your income or do you actually have like some kind of like a side hustle that you kind of like really want to do that is in your passion that kind of a thing because i know that things make it go both ways you know like one thing can be your uh main thing that you got to do to fit into your expenses and all that kind of stuff and there's something that you truly want to do your side hustle that you're doing every day two hours and then you want to uh, make it slowly make it become a true uh, thing that you want to do uh, for full time yeah yeah talk about uh, yeah about definitely yeah. see uh, the major i'm doing as like my source of income and helping me build uh my business my wealth like that mm-hmm. definitely uh, uh definitely a realistic thing i'm going to hopefully soon finish and start doing that and i like it too but uh side for side also though i not not at the moment have a side hustle where i'm building on something i have like small jobs that just help with like you know financial just here and there having money but not a side hustle currently i've just been starting to like listen to more audiobooks so i'm trying to mm. kind of get more knowledge right now instead of like mm. trying to build a side hustle just get more information inside of like get some knowledge about just different topics like finance like philosophy like uh psychology stuff small stuff like that where it can be very useful as a skill mm. i see i see so i can feel from your vibes that you're kind of like uh, trying to figure out stuff that kind of a thing so i like you to be really thoughtful right over here that uh to know uh to like uh, i'd like to dive deep into where your passion is you know like is that something that you really want to do that um you kind of think that uh once in a while you kind of think that i really want to do this you know that kind of stuff and that uh you still thinking about it that kind of thing yeah yeah walk me through that yeah oh definitely definitely that i have like a passion of like i like to help people so mm. just like help uh build like a maybe non-profit something like that where you can go help people with uh currently like i'm muslim so mm. like there's a lot of problems going around around the world like innocent yeah. people getting hurt so something like to help them send them help aid stuff like that just to protect them Wow, that's that's really great, man. Like uh, helping people, that kind of stuff. So, what made you yeah. wanted to do that? Is it because that uh, you see the problems and it kind of like uh, triggered you, that kind of a thing? Yeah. What well, triggered yeah. stuff like that? But you can say I'm like empathetic. I'm, I have sympathy towards like innocent people, like people who don't deserve to get hurt or anyone. Doesn't necessarily have to be a specific group. Just any people that are being like hurt, tortured which is not right so i'm against that so more mm. towards justice in a way you can say mm. that's this super kind of you yeah so i i i um before anything else like i like to like jump into the the thing that you're currently studying uh you enjoy it or or what yeah walk me oh like, yeah it's yeah. definitely uh, enjoyable like i like doing it it's like something like I work with like working with my hands stuff like that so you get to create stuff build stuff like that get to see like things come to life when you're outside watching everything come together with like brick by brick like mm. some like dirt so it's really cool to see that the so definitely fulfillment, yeah, like the fulfillment of like making it uh, work you know like build 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 and then yeah. make it uh, the framework and everything yeah 
yeah, just seeing everything come together at the end and all the hard work. So it's really cool to see. That's what I like. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, right now, I'd like to jump into the segment of like uh, your Mondays to your Sundays, you know, like what do you Definitely. actually do? Yeah. Yeah. Because you talk so about you, you do a gym as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Like an internship. So that's basically is my Monday to Friday. So basically a simple routine I have for now. It's like Monday, I work from 8 to 4. So basically get up at 7.15 like that. Get ready for work. Grab a bite of breakfast, go outside. Uh, and then head to work. Uh, basically do that. It's pretty cool internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to go out and actually do stuff and test. So it's actually a very uh, fun thing, actually. Um, and they pay too, which is very nice as well. It's no one, it doesn't hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, so Monday, Tuesday. So I guess after I'm done with work at 4.30 p.m., I basically go have dinner, you know, relax for like an hour, maybe an hour or two, uh, and then basically get ready to go to the gym. So, yeah, it's a gym. Like, I I usually go at like 8, 9 o'clock, you know, and basically stay there for like maybe an hour. Um, yeah, and finish that up. And then basically get like 10, 30, 11, you know, just take a shower, maybe eat a snack and then just get ready to sleep. Uh, same thing, I mean, yeah, for Tuesday as well, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, same work routine. Uh, and then like the gym is kind of the same as well, where I go four days a week. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, where I go to the gym. And oh, when do you go to a gym? What time like uh, usually you go? Basically like eight or nine o'clock. Mm. At uh, at night after yeah after like just chilling relaxing mm. and yeah usually eight or nine and I'm there for like maybe an hour. I see I see so you kind of like uh wake up go to work and then uh you kind of like chill first and then you go to the gym and that's how how your life uh revolves around yeah. Uh basically yeah and maybe I like, guess oh also at night maybe like read a few pages of a book or listen to some audio books like that oh audio books yeah 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 so, audio books are nice actually yeah. mm, so when, when do you actually like uh uh listen to the audio books uh while you're traveling or anything yeah uh yeah i'm starting to do that now actually just starting to do that now with the mm. you replace a little bit of the music with like some audio books like maybe a little bit half like that but mm. usually starting usually do at nighttime around now like 9 30 like 10 30 just for, like maybe listen for like 30 minutes hour five oh, times cool. that's cool that's cool awesome so uh right now i'd like to jump into the segment uh, of your timeline you know all the way uh, as far as you can remember uh and then until the the person that you are today because i think that uh it requires quite a quite a bit of amount of like discipline for one to take to be disciplined in going to the gym you know it's like yeah. uh, i don't see much people doing that so i like to understand like through your timeline like uh how what is the things that you uh, you actually face that make you a person that you are today yeah so walk me as far as you can like uh as far as you can remember yeah yeah man so basically I'll start with my mom and dad mom and dad came from Pakistan like around the 90s and and then they got married in New York 
where I like on in 1998. So I was born on March 17th, March 17th, 1999. Mm. And yeah, basically lived in New York. I lived in New York my whole life uh, around the same place. So it's a good place. Uh, and then I don't know, let's see how far I can remember back to, let's say, uh, maybe four or five, mm. you know, I guess we lived in an apartment near this, like called New City, New York. Uh, so, mm. so we lived in apartments there. It was, uh, yeah, nice place, a lot of friends to play with. Mm. And yeah, like created some good friendships when I was like that young, five, like five. We all played outside, like in a group of like six to ten, which was fun. Uh, those were like nice childhood memories as well. You mm-hmm. can say like from five to ten when I lived at that same place with all those uh, kids. Basically, we would just like after school, you know, yeah, we go outside and like everyone get together in one this one quarter. It's like a wall, and we get there, and everyone comes together, and they all just like start saying, uh, "What should we play?" and everything like that. Like, oh, one could play handball or like tag or uh, football, yeah. anything like that. So it was really cool. Uh, every time, like mo- almost every day, like, and then when it's summer, during those times, it was like nonstop, like first to noon, and then come out again at like nighttime to play just all day every day like yeah those like five times us, yeah five, six, yeah no pressure yeah, at all so like yeah five to ten years old i was like we had we had a lot of friends i had a lot of friends back then we all lived in the same like you know apartment complex so it was like a huge uh backyard you can say like a whole land so <laughs> you can we played all the time it was really uh, fun time to remember actually and then uh of course I moved, every, some other kids moved, so I think after 10, yeah, I moved to a house then after that. Mm. And let's say, yeah, other kids moved out, so we mm. weren't, like, together anymore like that after that. Oh. So, not like we kind of kept in touch here and there, we, like, in the beginning, but then, like, when he got older and older, yeah, basically, like, contact got less, and then right now, I saw him only contact with my best friend from back then. So, for now, yeah, but yeah, most of them just kind of, you know, everyone went one way or somewhere else, you know, like that. That's awesome. uh, Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, I moved, so then I went to a new school, started middle school as a new kid. So, you know, that's (laughs) that's fun, too. Yeah, you you don't know anyone in your middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of sucks, right, you know? Yeah, it did suck, honestly. You didn't know anyone. I was a very shy kid as well, so I wasn't very open and, like, uh, out there. I was very close and, like, in my own circle, in my own little tiny uh, world. You're introverted, so I didn't yeah, talk much. doing then. Yeah, very introverted. Very, very introverted. In fact, mm. when I was a kid, very shy. I'm still introverted, but I was very, very shy back then. Mm. So I wasn't one to speak up. As I am now, which is different, but back when I was like, yeah, 10, 11, I was always shy. Mm. I was a good kid, but I was just, I didn't speak much. Uh, so it was like, you can't really make friends when you don't really speak that much. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, yeah, then like a few weeks into, you know, I didn't meet a, you know, a couple 
kids in classes like that where you were together. Yeah. And some, yes, you nice became friends. So definitely created a good friendship starting that time into this into high school with all these kids. Mm. But uh, yeah, middle school was uh, a lot of middle schools were mean too. <laughs> mm. I like so to I like to like back a, back up a little bit, yeah, because I yeah, can no. kind of feel that um, I have quite a bit of empathy towards uh you when you were 10 or 11 that you say you were like uh very introverted that kind of a thing because i myself was yeah. super introverted as well like same thing you know it's such a yeah. coincidence uh so <laughs> i myself was like super introverted and i feel that looking back you know it just feels that i have like difficulty you know having the uh, connection with other people like um the way we connect with people may be uh, way different from uh the the general way you know people are uh, i i don't want to say fake but uh i gotta use the no, word no, no, fake I, yeah I understand. yeah I understand. people uh behave fake uh the people are very good at faking in front of you and that that's how yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. connect and i i mm, i don't like that i dislike no, that yeah, i don't like that yeah, yeah. yeah. i know yeah. exactly what you mean yeah that. so i'm looking back that probably i'm just not good at faking you know like i just don't yeah. like being fake uh, yeah i agree with you 100 mm, so I mean, that's yeah now i think about what you're saying i mean that is true i didn't let like i'd had I'm not saying I didn't have friends, but I like I had acquaintances, like I knew people in school, but I wouldn't say I'd hang out with them all the time because I wasn't mm. like I couldn't probably find a real relationship friendship like in middle school because no one was real in a way you can say. Mm. Definitely. And like when you say it, it sounds it makes a lot of sense too because like saying you probably like I don't have I still don't have like you can say many friends like my phone doesn't blow at all blow up all the time because i have i care about genuine mm-hmm. like a real relationship whereas both ways both parties like say one cares about the other definitely definitely so uh you looking back like from today like uh back to the those days like what do you think about like those days like why uh why do you behave that way yeah if you think if you can uh think of something yeah whoa you can say like Like now Mm. i'm very like i've been a good kid just from the beginning i've always been like honest from a very very early age i guess you can say my mother instilled that into me and all her attributes that i have saying being kind from a young age being honest being helpful which I still carry to this day, being uh, genuine with people and being kind, showing empathy. So I guess you know, my mother's qualities are like that. So I just kind of att- like uh, attain those and just been been like that. You can say. Mm. So I like to jump into like uh, how that your parents actually like influence the way that you are like um doing then until now you know like i like to yeah. jump into that i need you to be super thoughtful about that like thing of no, like, I mm, yeah i mean growing up with immigrant parents you don't get the same it's a weird really weird thing growing up so i mean when i was younger like if i did something bad i get slapped or get beat with, with the sandal oh. <laughs> you know how it is but you know they they both taught me different things about life how to how to like work in life and how to treat people in life you can say and 
who taught me how to work in life would be my father, and who taught who taught me how to be with people would be my mother. So I mean, basically, they they both instilled some qualities in me that I can never thank them enough for. How you can say discipline and work ethic and just hard work and showing up would be from my father's side, who's probably one of the hardest workers I've met. Wow. And mm. you can say my mother's qualities of being kind with everyone, even though you don't like someone, you still are kind. You're still you still show a happy face. You're not so angry. You're not being uh, mean. You know. You know. You never know who's going through something, so. You can't really, you can't take it out on someone. You can't be mean to someone. So that's why I guess I'm so kind all the time with people, even though if they're mean,、mm. I don't, I don't shout back. I don't try to engage because then, like, once you understand, you understand that people are giving you anger or trying to pick up fights because there's something wrong with them themselves a little bit.、Mm. So there's more immature in a way that can't can't handle that emotional、uh, sense of themselves.、Mm. It's really interesting that you jump into this、uh, topic of like,、uh, if people are mean to you, that you are actually nice to them. I like to understand the the framework that、uh, sets you up for that because I myself I feel that、uh, what if people tell you that、uh, this person, this mean person that is in front of us, is mean to us, and like how I actually see the world react to、uh, mean people is that they.、Uh, They 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 produce hate, you know. They they have hate towards the、mm. hateful person, and it just makes us as a person also be, becoming like like them, you know. It's like the whole fun cycle of like our hate towards hate, you know, that kind of a thing. So I like to understand from your framework because it seems like your framework is much more different、uh, in terms of like a general way. That I actually see on the wall right now. That、um, I like to understand how your mindset goes. How is your thought process towards like、uh, hateful people towards yourself? Because I myself am struggling with that as well. Like I I don't really understand、uh, what to do. I'm pretty confused, you know. Or or are you like me? Like are、uh, really quite confused, but you kind of just、um, be kind to the person. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. You can. Say, I'm a big person on perspective and more, more open-minded. But you're probably. If you met me, I'm the most open-minded person. You wouldn't feel a sense of judgment from my vibe or anything like that.、Mm. I still. If I don't have the same views as you, but I, I'll still sit with you and and talk or be kind because as a person, that should be the number one thing is be kind to your fellow person. It doesn't matter what. Where you came from, your color, your race—just there's a person next to you. Be kind.、Mm. I mean, and the framework of that is is it's a good question. You know, I'm a very big believer in like religion as well. So、mm. Islam is—I'm a Muslim.、Mm. And so, looking historical-wise, our my prophet,、uh, Prophet Muhammad,、mm. peace be upon him, is that. He was a very kind person to the most mean people out there. Whereas in where people hated my prophet, where they they just screamed at him, or it was just bad things. You know, they would be so cruel. Yet he just just throw kindness at them and understanding and compassion, and that 
he knew what was true, what was right, and what was wrong, and he understood a person's perspective. And to have that level of understanding and perspectiveness is very hard to keep up because some people just are, you know, crazy, or some people just too mean. So you just kind of say, "How can I handle this person?" But once you like, I guess I'm not saying I have unlocked, but once you unlock this level of perspectiveness of like mm-hmm. around the world and the people you talk with, and then you understand that you don't even know them, so you can't really judge them about anything. Once you even if you haven't have, haven't even had a five minute conversation with them, so I guess I'm I'm 20, so I just more every year. It definitely it's been a big year. So back 18, 19, it's just that. My mindset has just grown to like, like I can't get mad at anyone anymore just because I understand, or that like, you know, or you can, you can't even pick a fight with me now because I'm just not gonna push back against that kind of energy or that kind of just it's a stupid conversation or no sense of argument. You know, I understand、mm-hmm. a reasonable argument where I will not saying argue but dispute and say what's wrong, but if. Someone, most people just start unreasonable arguments where they don't lead to anything. They're just wasting breath. You know.、Mm, definitely. So,、uh, I like to jump into like perspective. You know, you talk about like having this like、uh, great perspective. So, like, how do you like、uh, get this kind of like、uh, perspective? How do you look towards that? Like, how do you make sure that you have like a good perspective in terms of things? Because Um, it is important for one to actually like reassess themselves. They, although like I would say that、uh, someone who is like may get too egoistic, that kind of thing, and then they kind of like don't do a、uh, step back to reassess them themselves and、uh, readjust their perspective. Like, how do you actually do those stuff? Like, what do you think about those? Yeah. So I mean, one word I can start with is being humble.、Mm. Humbleness. So what I can say from my perspective is that I'm humble about every, like basically anything, you know. Like I'm just a, I'm very also a very humble person in terms of like how I live, what I do, you know. I don't brag, I don't boast, I don't go around saying what I have, you know. I, I'm I keep to myself and I just stay nice with others. Whatever I tell people is what should what they should know, nothing more. So perspective is. That's how I get my perspective. It's just being humble. So, understand every person's like eyesight, their view, what their point is. Why are they saying that? If you just start asking why more, you know, you say why is he saying this or why is that his view, and think about it more than just trying to reply back. If you think about something first, it it makes you can come up with a better conversation and argument. So, or just a better response to a person. Because most people just try to argue back and forth, and just they're all—they're not really like saying anything. They're just screaming. They're just being loud. There's nothing getting done.、Mm. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, let's uh resume back to your uh story. So you kind of say that uh after ten or eleven, and then you proceed on uh after school, yeah. So yeah, let's jump、uh, back to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Middle school, like that was cool. Whatever, <laughs> just did. It was like annoying though, because they made us get up like really early. It's crazy. So we had to get up like six a.m. and then like go on the bus. Oh my god! But 
Yeah. It was annoying, but it's like that was nothing much. I wouldn't say no special moments. Like middle school is middle school. But mm. one thing I appreciated was starting to wrestle in seventh grade, doing wrestling. Oh, awesome! Yeah, you know, like Olympic wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, so, think I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so I started wrestling in middle school from seventh grade when I was about. I turned 12, I think. Yeah. Mm. So 12 years old, I started wrestling in school, which I basically fell in love with. As one of the most, that's probably the best memories I have from middle school and high school as well is just doing being in the wrestling team. Mm. So yeah, did that. Moving on from like middle school. Excuse me. I went to then high school, ninth grade, at like 15 years old, and I wrestled. Uh, throughout high school for the four years which was the, probably one of the best times ever you know anything I can say I remember would be uh, would be that wrestling basically mm. um, I mean yeah high school like I said in the beginning of high school I was actually shy as mm-hmm. I was but moving on I became more Still introverted, like introverted, like but less shy, so I can easily speak up, be like talk with people, have good conversations, not be so isolated, and more you know be be more openness to people. So that was one thing I guess I just shifted naturally, being becoming less shy, which I am becoming less shy more and more every year, and just being more open, talking. Um, yeah, I guess I shifted naturally to that. Mm. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, how did you, like transition until uh, to the the person that you are today? Yeah. So, like, yeah, just walk us. I through. mean, yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of things. I guess been going, been gone through since I was like in high school to like twenty. Uh, I graduated high school. I was eighteen, mm. and I started community college. Which is like a two-year institution. You get your associate's degree, and you do that. You do your general studies, get that done. Mm. And college was near my house of living, so I would just commute every day, whenever I had class. Um, that was fine. Didn't just went to class and came back home. Didn't do much of like clubs and in college or like groups like that. Just kind of stayed to myself again. Mm. And yeah, did two years of that. Didn't do like any sports like that. And then that was two years ago, 2000 May summer of nine 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then now I'm gonna have two more years left of college, which I'm gonna be starting in January. Mm-hmm. So just doing that, yeah, that was. A nice little journey. Accomplished like high school, graduating high school, which is a nice, proud thing for parents. Mm. I like to back and up. Then, a, yeah. I like to back up a little bit. You say that uh, you were like, uh, it almost feels like uh, it, you spend a lot of time uh, being alone. You know, like you doing the stuff alone. You don't know, go join groups, that kind of a stuff. So what do you think Definitely, about? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about like this this type of a uh, lifestyle? Like you looking, you you um, honestly, yeah. like if any. I you can I can say that I don't need any to to live, like I can be comfortable myself, which I am. I'm more of an isolated person in general. Like if I can choose 
being alone. There's a difference between being alone and loneliness, you know? Mm. So, I won't say I feel lonely, but mm. I like being alone. I like to be in my own circle, isolated. Uh, that's I like. It's more of a, you can say, how I am as a person, just to stay with myself, you know? Mm. I feel like if more if I'm more out with people like that, they just drain a lot of energy from me, you know? Mm. Like that. And... It's not a bad thing. If I have fun too, I go out, you know, with friends here and there. But I'm not more to go out all the time, more to stay secluded and be with myself and my thoughts. You can say.、Mm. It's interesting that you talk about like you understanding that、uh, you you know yourself that、uh, you like to be alone, that you enjoy this. So I like to understand、um, because like、uh, people in general. They will think that they. I think that people will overjudge themselves, like、uh, doing something that is different from the norm. You know, like normal people will just like hang out that kind of stuff, and、uh, like you behaving that way, people from the outside will will start to ask you like, "Hey, why don't you want to hang out? You're you're so weird." That kind of a thing. So. I like to jump into like, when was the time that you like kind of sort of like understand that uh you enjoy you you have so much respect for yourself that um that you understand that this alone time it's you that it belongs to you that you understand that it's important to you and that that's who you are. Yeah, I like to jump into that. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. I mean. Like the respect part of just respecting yourself is a great uh comment. I mean, because in a fact, you know, if you don't feel comfortable being around people or groups that you think are benefiting you or, or value you or respect you, you shouldn't stay there just because it's it's supposed to be like that or that's how it's it's a cool thing to do. But if you don't feel comfortable yourself or Then like you're not respecting yourself, you know. So I'd rather choose to stay alone and respect myself than like be out with fake people and be disrespecting myself. Hmm. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I like to um yeah jump. I mean, you asked、yeah. you asked like when, right? Hmm. So yes. Yeah. I, I asked. Mean... Yeah. I guess like just. Watching different people, motivational people, people who had other stories like、mm. before in the past, you know how successful people, what you really have to do to become successful if you want something, you know, is to like work on yourself more, right, and、mm. respect yourself enough to do that and be more disciplined to do that.、Mm. I mean, and discipline is a big thing, you know, in my、uh, life. You know, I try to stay disciplined. And many things which like keep you stable, keep you on the right path, keep you, you know, going towards your goals. You know, that's you know, motivation doesn't last at all, but discipline does. And if you have discipline, it won't fail you. Hmm, a hundred percent. So I like to be super thoughtful about like this this thing that I actually ask because I myself I don't think that I will be able to like、uh, understand or know that. What actually resulted me to be able to like understand like um、uh, when is the time that I actually become like self-aware of like 
what is me and what allows me to connect my energy with other people or like me understanding that I'm the type of a alone type of a guy because it feels like it's like a stacking moments in my life that uh, makes me someone who I am like right now to understand that yeah basically self-awareness so mine is like uh, during my uh, March period where I started watching you, you talk about um, watching motivational people that kind of thing yeah I myself too you know like uh, during March period that I watch Gary V a lot and then he like he like talks about this self-awareness like uh, multiple times um, keep on talking about it and that uh, it kind of like uh, drew down into my head already and yeah so uh, I like you to be like super thoughtful once again to think about the times you know like uh, what what actually like kind of like resulted you to be um, to become the person that you kind of are right now to be able to be uh, ha- have this sense of uh, self-awareness you know yeah that was a good question I mean I'd, I'd have to think about it when or what age i guess i became more self-aware but like you said i guess you can say recently like a few years i guess gear i like watching gary v definitely changed started to change my mindset and and opened me to new ideas new thinking and just like yeah i guess it it, it just became more and more throughout the few years where more self-awareness every year every day so again, you can't. I can't really come up with an age, but I'd say maybe a few years back. Mm-hmm. But it's just been growing more and more every day. You know, just becoming more self-aware about yourself and not judging yourself, and and understand that you do have insecurities, but other people as well as do have insecurities. But you can't. It's just an insecurity. You know, at one point you have to be proud of yourself because you can't just keep hoping for something or something. But you have to be first real with yourself. Which is hard to say for me as well on anyone because it's, you know you really have to sit yourself down and like tell yourself every day like don't be judgmental to yourself you know understand that you're trying and be, everyone makes mistakes that's just life you learn from that I, I look at mistakes as like building blocks as a stair case to success so you know the more mistakes you make the more failures it's like just building up towards your success you know towards the journey Alright, uh, Arif, so i like to jump into, like, you talk about, like, you like uh, doing wrestling. I think uh, this wrestling thing that is a big part of your life, yeah, during school period, yeah, for how many years? Yeah. Uh, say about six years, yeah. Oh, are you still doing it right now? No, no, yeah, I stopped back oh. in when I graduated high school. Ah, I see. So wrestling was a big part of your life yeah so i like oh, to yeah. jump into that period of your life like the like is there any like shitty moments that you kind of like face that probably like uh you, you you are doing the stuff you know because this is the uh a very key terms that people actually talk about that they uh, uh give up too easily that kind of a thing so i like to jump into um that that part of your life because that is like pretty much a big part of your life yeah six years into this wrestling thing like is there any like very shitty moments that you feel like giving up that kind of a stuff nah. can definitely, you talk to definitely. us yeah i mean mm. so i started in seventh grade the first year ever wrestling ever putting the shoes on so that was definitely a very very tough tough season like i never been 
I never trained like that. I never did those kind of exercises. I never experienced that. I never had someone push me as a, as my coach pushed me that yeah. hard in life. I never had anyone push me so hard towards like you know exhaustion, like all that. You know, I never had that. So, I mean, having that was a huge difference in the terms of just being coachable and being able to learn from someone that knows more than you and to really listen to that and take it as a good thing and like you know don't take it for granted because people people who've done it just know more than you and you just have to listen to that so being coachable and just that coach instilling discipline in me to like you know stay with the course work hard you know don't give up and it was hard but like you know if if you have someone to push you sometimes it really helps and then you become it becomes a habit of just working hard you know that's the only thing you know is working hard so i mean in seventh grade my first year i did not i didn't do good i was very bad (laughs) i only won i only won one match out of maybe 12 my first year i was not good and i thought of giving up a couple of times i was like you know, I I've been one and only one once, and I've just been losing all the time. Been getting pinned like that. You know, a person gets tired of it eventually when you lose that many times. Now I was only 12 years old, so I easily could have gave up. I could have said, "Oh, you know, I just don't want to do it anymore." Like any 12 year old would, but something in me was saying, "You know, just keep doing it. You know, you got to keep uh, trying, keep working hard." So I don't know what this something was, but it kept pushing me to complete the season and just finish it off even though it wasn't great but and then into the next year my second year that's when everything changed because of my hard work because of my consistency and just keep working hard and pushing through my second year i became very good wow. I was the opposite of like 12 to 1 my match at the end of the season was i won 12 matches and lost one you know so it switched it flipped right away and that's where it gave me more motivation to continue and work hard even more harder and and to really discipline myself to become better because it became because you saw the results of your hard work and it was a that once you see results that's what kind of pushes you makes you keep going i mean and then then i just fell more love in love with it, just wrestling and being able to do that mm-hmm. and then going to high school ninth grade to 12th i mean that's it was just trying to get better every day you know work hard in practice just you know teach everyone help everyone out i mean ninth grade then it was great i mean i did pretty well for a freshman i came third in our final tournament you can say like a final match so i came third pretty good oh. I mean, I mean, just kept working hard, you know. I mean, I'd say I didn't, I, I've had many failures as well in wrestling. I mean, it's not all straight, you know. Mm, definitely. So at one point, you actually talk about like you, like um, you were like uh doing really bad in the wrestling, yeah. That that period of time, and then something like uh spoke to you that like oh you should not give up, you should do it, and. That, that make you a turning point to actually uh, succeed and uh, to do a lot better during the wrestling so what do you think is the source you know I, I like you to to be like super thoughtful about like 
back then like what uh is there any like funny things to, that you actually kind of do or like uh, i like to understand your thought process during then like when everything was like shitty you know like you were losing one to twelve that kind of a stuff and then you're you, you feel really bad because i it, it's, it's something that um like uh, uh people struggle with you know uh going past that uh big obstacle in their lives yeah definitely yeah. i mean getting past those things for anyone in any situation is hard like to really push yourself just more to get over that obstacle i mean it does it takes a lot you know you have to have strength inner strength to be able to do that and just uh, you know have faith you know have hope that it's gonna be better it's gonna work out you know it's easier said than done of course but i mean yeah the the source of that like not giving up anything like that i don't know just it was i guess something within me you could say you know uh maybe i had an angel angel i don't know because you know i was very young so having that kind of discipline early has helped me very much throughout life till now and just being able to be anything i do i can be very disciplined so i'm always i've been a hard worker and i still am a hard worker anyone you meet anyone of the friends you meet will tell you that i'm a hard worker just because like i don't like to take that much rest i like to keep going keep progressing keep finding new things new thoughts you know just more information build your own life how you want it mm i see there's actually a question that i like to um question you but i like to rephrase it because i i i don't feel that uh, the way that i structure it, it it may be too hard for you to like answer me so i like to rephrase this whole question is that discipline and this hard work like i like you to be very thoughtful like uh back then like uh because you're you're, you're still such a young age and how what what do you think is uh, actually I, I like you to guess like uh where where is it coming from you know because i believe that a person is a byproduct of a uh, things that actually happen to you be your parents is it your environment or anything that you kind of can guess that makes you this hard worker that you are do back then or the discipline that you have back then yeah yeah i mean it's a great question it's something that everyone has to think about too i mean i've it's it's yeah difficult but i can say you can say family wise like my father you can say i mean because of his hard work you know seeing it from a young age and like the struggle you know it makes you want to work hard and be disciplined like this discipline i basically i give credit to my coach for that more is the discipline that he instilled to me so i give him more credit and then the hard work just just from my father you can say just i seeing that through my eyes makes just kind of you know vibrated or emulated towards me and that's just been that's just how i've been I like to jump into uh, how your coach actually like uh, instill this d- discipline to you like you talk about him keep keep on pushing or towards you to do the things yeah walk me through the process like uh, exactly the things that he actually uh does to you to actually make you feel that way yeah Yeah I mean he was my first coach ever basically I mean and he was a new coach towards that school mm-hmm. so 
no one he didn't coach the wrestling team before I mean and just how he he said things and how he how he you know his uh, character was uh, something that was like appreciated by all the people on the team and especially me just seeing that you know and he, and you can tell by the person who's who doesn't give up on you that wants you to do well and succeed so that's why because of him being able to push us and just like keeping us on our feet and just saying you know this work hard you know you're gonna be it's gonna work out it's gonna help you and I guess you can just say he just did a very good job at being a coach you can say yeah I see, I see. So, like, uh, thank you so much for, like, uh, sharing with us. Like, I, I know it's super duper hard uh, for one to actually, like, be very thoughtful uh, at the real time, you know, trying to figure out, yeah. hmm, what was I thinking back then? Um, why was I like this? And, uh, because we are still super young and it's, like, very hard for us because I do podcasts with, like, other guests who is, like, in their 40s and 30s. It's it's gonna be like yeah, easy yeah. for them to like uh, reflect back then but for us we're still like hmm we're, 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 we're still, still young I yeah mean, we're, we're, we don't have much experience about anything really. yeah we're I mean, still na- we're, we're yeah. just starting life yeah we're still navigating through our life yeah like it's yeah. we're still in the process and it's it requires a lot of effort for us to actually like dive deep to like kind of understand Definitely. what's going on that kind I of mean, stuff just yeah. finding your own self in an early age is very hard because not many can find themselves or be aware of themselves right away you know a lot of people develop that when they're older like 40 mm-hmm. 30 40 but like being able to do that at a young age it's definitely an advantage. It'll definitely help you build your own foundation and give you uh, a benefit. But it's, I think only very few can actually just be able to, like, build themselves and, like, make themselves in the person that they want to be, that they see as a successful person. That takes a lot of work to do that at a very young age. Mm, definitely, definitely. So, uh, Arif, before I end off like this podcast, I usually like to ask my guests about like one last hot take that is in their mind that they like to uh, talk about that they really want to, sh- uh, yeah, just talk about, just sh- sharing it, yeah. So, is there any hot mind, that, uh, hot thing that is in your mind that you kind of like want to talk about, yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just. Hmm like time wise like just how like I just been thinking recently within a couple weeks like just how you waste so much time doing stuff that just don't like benefit you that don't teach you anything that don't cause then you feel lost when you're like just going through time and just kind of doing nothing like just watching TV just like kind of daydreaming you know kind of just getting nothing done you're not learning anything there's nothing there's no knowledge you know it keeps you like it just makes you question like what are you doing so i just i like to say like you know the more you start asking questions and the more like questions you want to know that's how you start to open up your mind to get more answers you know that's what keeps you going it, you won't feel lost as much like what do you want more answers about anything just you keep trying to find it and find it so the more i feel like the more answers you find the more questions pop up that just kind of keeps you going and it's just uh, 
crazy thing to think about. So much information out there, just about anything, and to be able to like, you know, to go out there and find it. I think that's、uh, keeps people going.、Mm, definitely. All right. Thank you, Ari, for like、uh, joining me on this podcast. Like, super grateful、cool、to have you here. Sorry, I just want to correct. I just want to correct the name pronunciation. Oh, oh. it's a、uh, A A K I F. So Arkif. Oh, Arkif. Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Super grateful to have you here. Yeah, to join me on this、uh, podcast. So.、Uh, Let let us uh have like a、uh, last some last shoutouts for for your own channel like uh where can we find you or your social media if you uh like to share if you have any here uh yeah just have Instagram right now uh you can just find me at uh akif dot a underscore ninety nine all right that's awesome like uh thank you for joining us like uh. Once again, like super grateful to have you here, you know, on this podcast. No man, thanks for having me. It's very humbling. Yeah,、uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys had a great listen. All right.